Welcome to Too Many Pups, a show about all things puppy related. <laughs> With help from friends, friends, experts, and our own personal experiences with pups, we hope to shed some light on those issues that new dog owners face every day. I'm joined by Frankie, our newest pup. Frankie is a two-month-old golden, very nippy, very cuddly. Very cute. Very cute. Uh, we have a, we're, we're back at Eric Cohen's house, and his roommate just got a puppy. What's going on? Yeah, we uh, acquired Frankie uh, two, acquired. two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, two weeks you've only had her. Yeah. Wow. Fresh puppy. Uh, she's two months. Got her from uh, some nice Mennonites a couple hours uh, southwest from here. Can we comment on this real quick? So when you, when you told us that you got this, first of all, this is a golden retriever puppy, one of the cutest puppies known to mankind. Watch the video if you want to get a load of Frankie right now because... Frank is just spread eagle across three laps right now. Um, but Mennonites, they're like, oh, we got it from a Mennonite. I was like, you know, do Mennonites only take cash? But apparently Mennonites are a, a bit more modern than that. They took e-transfer. Yeah, that's right. Uh, e-transfer, which is shocking uh, on many levels. I, uh, I learned a lot about Mennonites from SJ and, and her visit down there. <laughs> SJ's uh, your roommate. She was on the last episode as well. Yes. You'll, you'll be hearing from her. She'll be piping in here and there. Uh, but essentially, they're similar to Amish, but they uh, selectively use technology selectively. <laughs> when, when required, such as payment transfers. Uh, so they're not all cash. Uh, okay. They can... I feel like they just don't pay tax. They select... <laughs> when you say like selectively do stuff, it's just like... You know what, tax, I'm not feeling that. E-transfers, I'm into that. Cars, maybe. Yeah, I hope I didn't out them, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of Mennonites out there, uh, so I think I think they'll be okay, but I would be shocked if any tax was paid on uh, the sale of Frankie. Uh, no paper trail, I guess, other than that E-transfer, but even then. Even like, then, man. Mennonite law is very different. Yeah, yeah. if, if E-transfers were a paper trail, I would have the CRA <laughs> up my <laughs> ass, dude. Yeah. I, I get scared you know. when I get those prank phone or those spam phone calls where it's like, this is the CRA, and you're in big trouble. I'm like, oh, it's happening. Oh, yeah, F myself included. I've been audited uh, a oh, couple legitimately. times. Yeah, um, and so like when I do get that call, I'm like, here we go again, but I just... How do you get chosen to be audited? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> were you doing some like, were you like claiming stuff? Were you like really trying to game the tax system? <laughs> so I'll be honest, um, my, uh, my dad has an accountant who does uh yeah who still does my taxes that's something i'm trying and to he's move now away in from. jail yeah <laughs> I, I have the same thing he's behind bars for a very long time uh <laughs> daddy's in jail and he won't be home, home for, for a very long, long time, time. <laughs> so our this account uh talk about like compromising discussions but i guess we can get into it uh yeah. <laughs> he uh he does our taxes and I, I don't think he's ever done anything illegal but like accounts get paid good money to like i guess find like yes uh, yeah loopholes your, your best return possible through those loopholes and so i think he flew a little too close to the sun a couple <laughs> times and so uh 
CRA is they've been sniffing around, but we're clean. Everything's good. You made it through. Everything's above board. So he's a good accountant. Good accountant. <laughs> I'm fortunate enough that my mom is my accountant. Is she? Yeah, both my parents are accountants by trade, but she stayed in accounting, whereas my dad took it into more like of a like a alternate route. Right. She does her taxes. Legitimately backfiled my taxes for three years, paid my living expenses for the summer. She got so much back. <laughs> Like good accounting. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say a number out there, but uh, it was about it was about six grand. Wow. <laughs> oh man, I actually I have a hilarious uh, tax. I I love the tax talk. Um, six thousand. That's an incredible return. I one year had like a really incredible return as well because um, it was like again like. I have my CFA. I went to I have my MBA. Like I'm brutal with not like, a big deal. Not a big deal, but like taxes, like it's a black hole to me. But one year I got like a really nasty return because I guess like all the tuition credits that yeah. you can apply. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I went into TD Bank just buzzing. I had this big check. I was like, let's go and I'm buying a boat. Buying a boat. Uh, <laughs> let's let's put this in a good investment, like a boat um, <laughs> holds its value. So I, I go into TD and and traditionally, like I do keep my checking account like pretty light. Yeah. Um, and part of that is because like I just would rather have it in in a TFSA, yeah, uh, making like a legitimate return. So I I do like strategically like keep it hovering like near or above zero. So I go into TD and I. I'm like, I'd like to deposit this check uh, as my tax return. And um, they basically like don't believe that it's like for me because this sum was like so much larger than my checking you account. You have like $800 in your checking account? <laughs> yeah, probably less. That's no, crazy. You keep a light checking. I, I keep it very light, um, very, very light. And so the woman has to like essentially call Ottawa to like confirm she's like i gotta call people like at cra and next month you were audited thanks td thanks td yeah. and, and and then like so like these people like they they refuse to ch uh, cash it for a while so i'm there for like 20 minutes then they're finally like okay we've confirmed like this money is legit like we'll now give you like your money i'm like okay <laughs> and then like they have the audacity they're like this guy this is the most money he's ever seen in his life so next thing i know i have like the td branch manager trying to like upsell me on all these services <laughs> right <laughs> He's like, listen, like, have you thought about, like, we can set, like, this automatic savings account and every week we'll have money come out of your checking account. I'm like, Scum. you listen to me. And then I, I had to, like, big time again. I'm like, I have my CFA. Like, I know how money works. And, like, because they're just, like, they smelt blood in the water. Dude, like, this is a commercial for whatever that bank is that's doing those commercials now. I think it's Well Simple where they're, yeah. like... You know, they, they, they go in with an advisor and he's like, but your dad's been banking with us for years. Right. And then the kid's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not my dad. And it's like, well, simple, save 30% on like investment fees. That would have been a commercial for like... Yeah, for a Quest Trade. For Quest Trade. Quest Trade. Oh, Quest. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, they, oh, yeah. They have like the smug... And, and he's, like, like, he's like, it's a long-term game. Yeah. He's like, it's not a game. It's my savings. Yeah. It's my yeah, future yeah, or something. Right. <laughs> it's not a game. But, yeah, uh, but they, effective advertising. Effective <laughs> advertising. Yeah, you remember that um, that scene in Breaking Bad? Where he's like, he's like, you need a, uh, he's, you don't need a criminal lawyer, you need a criminal lawyer. You remember that line? And then, you, oh, you don't need a criminal lawyer, you need a criminal lawyer. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember that, but I get the, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to quote Jay Z. Um. So the, this must have been a hefty return. Yeah. Like if they're calling people, 
if they're trying to sell you on on it's features big. like it's like i think nine sheets well not a big deal not edit big that deal. out about, about. no <laughs> we, we could say sheets amount here because also that's that that money the amount i was talking about was because i had like i had a massive tuition as well mm-hmm. that was backfiling into and also all these medical expenses from the concussions Right. So, like, that was actually a, sh- a small amount compared to the amount of expenses we had to incur to get that. And also, uh, I think you, you'd, I, I wasn't earning enough to, like, really go against it either. So, like, that's how you get that much money in a return. Is, is it's your, uncommon. Are you fully healed now from the concussions? I would oh. say, like, if the concussion is, like, the way I think about it now is I found out that the majority of my issues were my, my brain, I feel like is healed. Mm-hmm. I feel like my brain is totally normal. Um, I found out that a lot of my long-term stuff was just neck muscle related. Mm-hmm. There's so many deep layers of muscles in the neck and something in there is tweaked and damaged. So what it feels like now is like if somebody blows out their back or needs knee surgery, you know, they rehab it and never really gets back to a hundred. Right. You know what I mean? So, and they have to do like constant maintenance on it. So I do have a little bit of pressure in my head and a little bit of like tightness in my neck um, all the time. But it just feels like now just something I maintain. It's not really getting in the way. I'm so used to it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of becomes your base level. Yeah. yeah. I don't it's, even notice it. Yeah. It's the same way with my heartburn. You know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah manage you just you got to manage everyone's got something they have to manage for me yep. it's a little bit of head pressure and uh uh just like weird symptoms like i, I don't know like sometimes i get like a little bit of uh tight in the neck and it causes other things it's weird everything runs through your neck it's it's a fast like it's a fascinating uh part of the body because every control system from your brain runs through your neck so when you break your brain hey cutie you're Frankie's back over. When you break your brain, you can get symptoms, but also when you hurt your neck, the the messaging systems can get affected, and you can get symptoms. So like you know, balance or nausea, like stuff like that, or fatigue. I uh, I think since we last spoke, I I suffered a conky myself. No kidding. And it was uh, to tie back to last episode. It what? was uh, at the hands of the Bismarck. No. Oh. Bismarck. Yeah. If you didn't listen to his last episode, he owns a, a vessel. And it's not the German <laughs> Nazi warship. No. Also, did you know that there's a song? Do we speak about this? Or do we just find it afterwards that there's a song written about the Bismarck? Uh, no, like about the the, the legendary warship. Yeah, yes. exactly. If, if you, you search it up on to YouTube. the end of your episode, it's in there. We put it at the end of the episode. <laughs> so I, I, I loved our episode. I listened to uh, probably like at least half of it. Yeah. Um, and I got a lot of good feedback from it, uh, but I guess you guys are probably more used to it, like hearing your voice. It's yeah. uh, it's a weird thing when when you hear your own voice. Like it's it's tough. It's, true. it's a tough listen. Yeah. Uh, At first, totally. Yeah, it, it's a bit of a trip. Uh, but I remember I, I had it. I was playing it in the car, um, like right when it was uh, like dropped, and I listened to the majority of it, but I didn't make it quite to the end. But a lot of people, uh, a lot of people I know listen to it. Oh, we got stellar feedback on it. Yeah, it's one of it's got uh, it's got one of the most listens. I think it's definitely in the top ten. Uh, that that warms my heart to hear. Uh, <laughs> that's that's excellent. So uh, I was on yeah, the talk about on your Bismarck, um, and this was uh, Canada Day long weekend. Can I guess? Swinging boom or whatever it's called. 
jib transfer or like whenever it goes jive? side to side. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Like a j- jive gone wrong? Yeah. Uh, no, no, she was actually anchored. Oh. Not moving. Were you just in one? Were you just boozing on the mark? <laughs> you I mean, slip on the deck? You're always kind of in one on the biz. Um, <laughs> but this was, uh, this this is, this is brutal. So I, um, I was standing on the edge of the boat. I was like, ah, like, I wonder if I could do a backflip. Oh, and I and I'm not like a backflip kind of guy. <laughs> Big frame to get around. Not like in a lifetime. How many how many times do you think you've rotated? How how many times do you think you've been like done a full back back rotation? Oh, over the course of my life. Yeah, <sighs> over under twenty. Way under twenty. Wow, like three or four maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have a couple beers. Mark was a bit of a standout. Move. Yeah, but I was like looking at him like I got a lot of distance to the water. I got some time to like bring it around. So I just like on a whim I, I huck it and and I nailed it. Nice. Like, like perfect uh perfect splashless entry. Yeah, like just yeah, uh, not was, not a drop. Like even it was the, the Russian... round two confidence that got you. I went for round two and, <laughs> and here's the kicker. So my buddy, uh uh one of my buddies, Phil, was filming and he's ah, like Phil the filmer. Fill the filmer. You have it on and footage. So I, I've got I've got both the success and the fail. But so he lied to me and he's like, something messed up with the camera. Like, you gotta you gotta send it. Oh, again. so not only is Phil the filmer, Phil's a liar. Phil's a liar. <laughs> I'm the the reason I asked to come back on a second time is I'm gonna air a lot of grievances <laughs> and um and just call out people that need to be called out. So let's begin with Phil. Yeah, start All with right. Phil. So she tells me he's like, ah, like botched it. Didn't didn't get it captured. You're gonna have to huck it again. I was like, All right, like could do it once, could do it again. Probably not realizing that the first one was uh was a bit of a miracle that it went well. Second one goes I crack my head so hard on the water on the boat on the boat oh geez um like while i was coming back around so i hit the the back of my head as i was yeah as i was coming coming back see this normally happens in the first five backflips people do in their life but that (laughs) happened to like robbing me when we were like 10 right you know what i mean so you your head can take that yeah, yeah. You, you realize like as you get older, like your body's just so much like less resilient, to and you access. have so yeah. much more mass in it, and just like momentum, right. you know. Yeah, no, I it's a lot, a lot of body I was sending around, <laughs> and so I I crank it, and I like, I I I don't think I blacked out, but I was like just like in the water and like in shock. So I think I was like fully submerged for like maybe like twenty seconds, just like getting my bearings, and I I make it to the surface. I'm totally out of it. Everyone's just like staring in shock. And then our um, our friend, you might have met him as well, Mark Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, so. So he, he bought into the Bismarck this year when Joyce moved to BC. So he's a new owner. He was on the boat. Like a beauty he is. He comes in from the top ropes, just swan dives in. Uh, <laughs> like... NLS rescues me, like grabs me, <laughs> right? He he pull he pull like just swims me to the boat, like such a beauty. And so we're like we're still out at sea. I'm like massively concussed. Um, and so we did what you do in like pro sports is we created a dark, quiet room in the berth. And so they they sent me down below deck, created a bunch of like towels like to block out the yeah. light, and I just had like a one hour lay down. I didn't like seek any medical care, and then um, my neck uh, was like 
very very like yeah sore and i would wake up in the morning and it would take me like because i sleep on my stomach so if my head's like pointing to the left it would take me like 30 seconds to bring her around oh uh, wow so i i can empathize with like the poor neck and the conky mine yeah. wasn't as bad like the lingering effects weren't as long but i ended up going for physio for my neck and then while i was smart how did you know to do that well so i i again like i i broke my finger last thanksgiving and i never like seek real proper care for that and i was just like walking around like unable to use a finger i'm like maybe if i'm like 85 i just like cut my losses with a finger yeah just not need to use it but i'm like god still got a lot of good years ahead of me i want i want like a lot of good years of fingering right ahead that's of right <laughs> the most critical thing i have uh yeah it's <laughs> that's right yeah i'd You're be like let, this is my good finger. i'd be letting a lot of people down if this thing couldn't work a lot of people uh so yeah i went i got some physio yeah um because yeah like it's you don't, yeah, you, you accumulate injuries and you want to like try to be on top of it. Spe- speaking of that quickly, it just reminded me, um, my, my sister's wedding was, was like two, two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I was hanging out with her, um, her husband's groomsman, uh, for the whole weekend. And, uh, he, one of, one of his buddies, one of his good friends, um, <laughs> Frankie's going off Frankie, camera. Yeah, yeah Frankie was absolutely just terrifying me on the side of the corner. Just eating everything <laughs> yeah, by yeah. the so wires. Buddy. I was worried. Loves the wires. Um, yeah. what? Oh, Frankie is getting after it. Frankie's on the hump train Speaking right of now. fingering, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frankie, little horn dog. I didn't know that female dogs humped. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. My dog humped throughout her 15-year career as a dog. It, okay asserting dominance over this stuffed animal nice work frankie bs back to your uh back to your physio journey oh i was um yeah, oh, so, yeah the and, anyways journey. he was uh i i noticed he was he miss he's missing like part of his uh finger maybe it's two fingers actually anyways um he was telling me the story that uh when he was younger during uh during a tug of war yeah uh he was at like camp or something his fingers were in this loop and it was a malfunction of this rope and uh the loop closed in on him on his on his fingers took off like the ends of his fingers and uh or maybe it was all four of them he like two of them got sewn back on and yeah. then another two of them like he's Keep missing them, like, ends centered really he's, he's missing ends of them yeah from like a tug of war like See, imagine that but i've heard these horror stories like yeah. when you went to camp people told you or when you were being towed behind boats I've heard about the losing the finger in a rope thing. That's the old. Oh yeah, that scares me. That's like the that's like the classic. Someone takes you over the first time boating. They're like, "Don't wrap your hand in the rope. You'll lose a finger." Like I remember that vividly. Or at camp, tug of war. Don't wrap your hand in mm-hmm. the rope. But I guess the rope had failed. A loop of the rope had failed. Yeah. So it's not wasn't really a wrap a wrap job. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. I, I think but. there's a isn't there like a legendary Chinese gang. Um, where like when you join, they cut off uh, a tip of one of your fingers, I believe. So that person might never be heard that mistaken yeah. for that gang member. <laughs> it might be like the Chinese mafia. Okay, in, he, he in could, China, he could join this gang he, now. He could join without going through that initiation. <laughs> um, saunter in, but that was a nice side story. I like um, that. Let's bring it back to yes. the finger. 
Yeah. The physio, yeah. I mean. Finger is great. Finger is great. Okay. Fully functional. You got to get that come here motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, y- yes. Um, the And it's so funny. Like being a physiotherapist is a pretty hilarious job. So I go and I'm like, finger uh, is like, fucked. Fucked. Out of commission. <laughs> and my neck, like it hurts every morning. Oh, you did I've... two birds with one stone. Yeah. Nice. So I was doing a, it was a 30 minute session we go probably half and half but like for the finger all she was doing was uh and i probably could have just like gotten a friend to do this so she would just grab my hand and just like squeeze it so, like i think you're like re-breaking it she's like it's just scar tissue like you gotta battle through it so like the physio for that was just her like pinching my hand and essentially like what happens is after a break you get scar tissue developed so like yeah. try to protect <clears throat> broken area and you just like have to blast through it. So that's what stiffens it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's the scar tissue. Um, so it's like the bone itself will heal pretty quick, but yeah. then you get all that scar tissue that needs to just be like broken down. And so I think since I last saw you, like this has been one of my most like happy developments is full function of my left. Uh, well, Mazel Tov. Pointer. <laughs> <laughs> She's back. <laughs> Oh, the lady's listening. <laughs> yeah, she's listening. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean to like project my weird sense of humor on guests, but that's exactly where my mind goes. And then uh, what about the neck? The neck is the neck is decent. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think she said like to try to get like some massages where they would just focus on the neck. But uh, I don't know. I'm out. How of, you feeling? Like I, I feel fine. Yeah, my body right now feels like relatively pretty good um but and, and you're you kind of recovered quickly like brain wise you didn't feel much fog much headaches yeah i think the concussion itself was probably gone after a couple of days it was more yeah. the the neck pain um but like i know people that have had concussions where like they've had to take like a full year off school and uh actually when i was at western i tutored um someone who was on the rugby team who got like a very severe concussion and had to miss like a ton of school so i was i was helping him in uh in biz 2257 get yeah, yeah so like i think all things concerned like just extremely grateful that it was like a quick well, not that bad <clears throat> so the thing about concussions is I'm, I'm not an expert but having gone through um two major ones in a short period of time and maybe like five years of like trying to recover from them um I went to a lot of specialists and I learned a lot. And from what I from what I gather, um, if you hit your head, the brain is actually a lot better at recovering than people give it credit for. Like the people that have the longer term issues, for the most part, the brain is already recovered and it's the neck. And and it, it could be giving you all the same symptoms that a brain related hit would give. So that's why they get confused, and that's why for me like your buddy that took years, I spent years trying to recover too because I was getting migraines. I was getting, I was having trouble uh, with my vision. I was getting really bad head pressure. And I was like, fuck, my brain is absolutely mangled. And so after a year of that, I was like just pushing through symptoms. I was like, okay, I'm going to give up drinking. I'm going to go on a vitamin regimen. Like I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this health together. I'm seeing all these specialists. No one's saying it's your neck. Everyone's like, oh, your brain's mangled. Like, I got an MRI. MRI was fine. I was like, I was like, my brain feels fine. Like, it just, it's like, I can think normally. I'm, I'm normal. Everything's I'm speaking normally. But why do I have these like headaches and 
all this shit. And it was only after year two where I saw a physio that specialized in concussions out in Guelph. And I, we only found him through reading an athlete's blog, a U.S. athlete that found this doctor. And um, that's, that was the first time where I broke through like these major long-lasting symptoms. So if anyone listening that has a friend that is having long-term like stuff that doesn't clear up within a few weeks, it's likely not your brain unless you have like imaged brain issues like brain damage or stuff like that. And, and how did the doctor tr- uh, treat the the neck? Was it well, like physio? It or? was yeah, but it's 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 a different type of physio. He has a machine like an ele- electronic um, low level pulsator that he puts on the neck that just loosens it up. Like it would be like the equivalent of maybe like heat pads or mm-hmm. something like that. And you you wear it for thirty minutes. Always put me to sleep. I just go in there and I'd saw logs. I'd feel so bad. There's like six other people in the room and I'm just like, <laughs> like d- demons rising from my bed. And then in the mornings you wear that ice cold rugby helmet. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, also had a, I also had a, a head shaped ice hel- helmet. That was more for my migraines. But um, yeah, he put that machine on you and then you do an hour of physio, which was uh, mixed between stretching and strengthening. And it was only through then that I stopped, like I stopped getting sick when I worked out. I stopped having my migraines, the head pressure. I felt like I could manipulate it. It's kind of weird, but like, you know, if I had pressure in the front of my face, like I could work some muscles and that would kind of go away. And then, so it was, I realized the, the, the reason why it was so beneficial to me is that I realized it's not my brain. My brain's fine. And all of a sudden your feelings about the injury, like switch. I'm like, oh, my brain's fine. It's muscular. I manage it like a back injury. Like, and then my attitude, my any like depression or anxiety I had about the injury just went away. And uh, but there is there is cases where even if you don't have brain damage, you can shake up your brain good enough that the pathways get bruised and and reform. So people can have like legitimate like stutters or balance or vision issues, even if the MRI doesn't show that. There is a specialist I saw for that too, which is a whole nother story. But so I'm saying there's two parts. You can rehab your actual brain even if you don't have brain damage and they use uh vision therapy for that like they uh they make you do all these like exercises where your eyes trace like moving objects or like fixate on an object or like like all these different exercises and that actually allows your brain to ignite the damaged pathways and uh you can go back to normal that way and then the rest of it is your neck it's just a two-part thing and then brain damage the only thing that can fix that is maybe stem cells and like future technology, but that's the whole picture. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, I think, I think anything to do with like the head is, is pretty scary stuff. And I'm really happy to hear that you found a doctor that was able to prescribe, uh, like the actual root cause, which sounded like it was, it was the neck. And like when you're going through a medical thing like that and you're not making breakthroughs, like I can't imagine anything like more, terrifying when it's like your health and like just no one is able to get to the bottom of it and you're getting like very similar responses from all the doctors man it's wild how little i i I would legitimately recommend not going to your general practitioner about concussions or even some like medium level specialists because the majority of people i saw did not i would say just from my experiences with my injury did not know how to fix me or treat me right and so actually this is crazy. Um, uh, so related to that was, uh, uh, so I went to the Buffalo Bills game last weekend. Yeah, it looked wild. A lot of people went. 
yeah, it was a good time. Uh, they're playing the the Eagles, and uh, I was uh, talking with a buddy of mine from high school who I hadn't seen uh, in a little bit, and he was saying uh, he had like a doctor kind of like horror story a little bit is uh it, it seems like doctors like they're very proud and like they won't necessarily readily admit when they make a mistake and so he was telling me this like weird doctor story how um years ago uh like him and another guy got like this weird like skin issue where they basically they had like a <coughs> wound on their arm that would not like properly heal like it just it was like not not healing and so uh the one guy ryan went to the doctor and he at first prescribed him uh essentially like a steroid yeah um and he was taking that for a while nothing uh nothing was improving in fact it got worse so he went back to the doctor doctor then prescribed him like this uh he's like okay good like you've done that this bacterial antibacterial medicine that fixed it right away so it turns out like the steroid was was wrong but the doctor like didn't say that and then so james he got like that similar like kind of like flesh disease yeah and he goes to ryan and he's like i don't necessarily want to go see a doctor like what did your doctor say and he's like this is what you're supposed to do he's like but first you have to take this one and then you got to take this medicine and so he did it which is like a big no-no to all the listeners like Go see a doctor. Don't take someone else's prescriptions. Oh, he just oh. took straight his. So he took his medicine. Jesus. Oh, wow. So he took. He his... like self-diagnosed himself. He self-diagnosed him because like he looked at what he had and then he got it like shortly later. It's like it's the exact same thing. Yeah. But so the the doctor, the doctor should never prescribe a steroid in the first place. The steroid like allowed what was wrong with him to grow stronger. But. But like the doctor never like explained that he like he didn't want to he tried to save face he's like okay like now you're gonna take this and so that's what what James did too he took took those two things and wow. his his was getting like again worse and so he went to see a doctor and uh, he like confessed to this doctor he's like listen like I've done a no no I like self yeah. diagnosed this he's like all right like you're an idiot but like show me what you're taking so he like shows him the medicine. And he like immediately sees the story messing. He's like, "What? Like, why? Like, why would he ever prescribe that? Like, that's yeah. not what you need. Like, you need to be taking that." And so, I think, I guess, just recognize like doctors are human and like they make mistakes. But I think they're also like they would not like to ever say that they don't know something or admit. So like when you go to a doctor, it's like I got a concussion. They're probably gonna give you your best estimate. I don't. I don't know if they Is your can. Mic on? Yeah. yeah. They can't. It'd be malpractice if they fully admit it. That oh. you could sue them. There's got to be a better uh, middle ground for doctors to make mistakes than just malpractice. You know what I mean? Like, I, but I guess if they're shit and they're misprescribing, then maybe that is just malpractice. Like, not not a profession you can just readily be like, oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. this actually this happened to me really recently, and it's not. I don't, I don't think it's just mistakes. I think they legitimately are just miseducated because like i have this i don't know if you can see on the camera or or if you guys can see but i have a blocked tear duct like a little inflamed eyelid oh a sty it's not a sty it used to be a sty Mm -hmm. so i uh i got you see it on the right eye there Mm -hmm. i got a sty when i was studying for the cfa actually last spring i guess the stress can bring stuff like this about but 
Um, I got a sty in my right eye, and I didn't I didn't immediately treat it. I had to write the CFA. I didn't care. Didn't go away for like a few months. So I was just like, you know, doing what you normally do. Eventually saw an eye doctor, and she said, "Oh, we have a specialist for these." Uh, I call the specialist three month wait list. I'm like, okay, this this sty eventually went away, but it settled as a blocked duct. Like it's still kind of inflamed. Um, and then I finally see that other specialist and he's like, Oh, you know what this is? He's like, this is a condition called blepharitis. He's like, it's really common. It's like uh, rosacea or like, it's just something that's kind of like chronic. It's you're born with it. It's a sensitivity to certain, uh, debris that gets in your eyes and stuff like that. And I, my dad has it. Uh, so it causes like it really easily for your ducts to get clogged and styes to form and you have like uh, a bit more red around your eyes. That's all he said. And he goes, prescription, here's a prescription. I, I go, I fill it, it's an antibiotic to rub on your eyes and I'm going, great. I'm thinking nothing of it. He's a specialist. These guys, it was a fancy clinic. Fucking, I go back months later, no change. He gives me pill prescriptions. So he's just writing prescriptions. I'm paying for this. I don't have insurance. And I'm like, all right, fuck. I go back a third time and I was like, hey man, I've been trying something natural. I borrowed some natural uh, cleaning stuff that my dad had for his and it's been kind of going down. It's been it's been working. I really don't want to take these pills. And he goes, you know what? You might need them though. Here's a prescription for Accutane. Do you know Accutane? For acne. Like it's an intense, hard yeah, on your for body. For like teens. For like teens going through. How does acne have anything to do with... Because like he said, he ducks. said it's not only uh, blepharitis, it's rosacea. So he's like, oh, your skin just, you know, it gets pinker or like whatever. I, I have no fucking idea. Um, I'm not a doctor. That's why I go see them. And I get this prescription and this is the first time I was like, this is kind of fucking weird. It's, none of the things he prescribed worked. He, I, I, so I started Googling it and I'm like, you know, it's been a year at this point and I still have it and I'm thinking nothing of it. You know, it's just, it doesn't look that bad. It's just like, it's whatever. I finally start Googling it and I, I, there's this like hipster optometry office in Liberty village, literally like a glasses joint that has like an optometrist in it. And it's run by like young optometrists. And they say that they specialize in blepharitis and I go in there immediately. They are more knowledgeable than my own optometrist which is a doctor's office and the specialist and they go, no blepharitis um, or, or sorry, blocked uh, tear ducts are really dangerous because they kill the tear duct and tear ducts do not regenerate. And if you lose them, you can suffer from like chronic dry eyes and they image the back of my eyelids and right where this one block duct is, all the ducts behind it are now dead because it took me a year to deal with it. Are you pointing because he's dealt with the same thing? He's had some eye problems himself. Oh, well, and we he's, can... he's had some interesting creams Sh we prescribed loop as well. Joel in here? Joel, do you want to get on deck? I mean, Joel, carry, I've just carry been... on, but we'll, we'll loop him in. I've just been through the mix here, but so they imaged the back of my eyes. They explained how your eye gets lubricated by these oil glands and how block ducts can kill them. Um, and usually the first symptoms you have are dry eyes, but fortunately I have this external blockage like you can see it so i kind of went in to to solve it she said that if you take accutane that was like the steroids the opposite like she's right. like who the fuck prescribed that because that's malpractice accutane's known to kill those ducts Jesus. so kids on accutane lose their eye ducts 
um, because of the drug. And you, they were already being killed because it was blocked. Yes. Plus with the, it would have been a wild misprescription. Yeah. And, uh, she said like the, the real only cures are, uh, a good hygiene, uh, hot compresses, and they have a machine that actually pinches your eyelid and breaks down the blockage, or you can get surgery if it's like, uh, something more serious. But Joel, what, what, what are you dealing with? Is it on? I think it's on now. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to um, the podcast. Thank you. Podcast. Thank you. Um, yeah, I guess just, I, I, I would say like once a week, at least I wake up with like the reddest eyes. The and actual the, eyeball? The actual the eyeballs. Okay. And I don't know if you get the same thing. So like I have to look at a screen all day. So yeah. um, like during these periods, like I can barely stare at the screen. Like I always have to keep my eyes closed yeah. for a bit. And I, like at first it was like, like I used to get it all the time. And it wasn't that serious. I just thought, like, you know, I, I have a dry, I live in a dry place. And yeah. A humidifier, and then it just got to the point where I literally couldn't stare at the screen for more than like thirty seconds without them kind of drying up and getting irritated. Yeah. And so it started with redness, and now I'm getting these like red rashes above my eyelids, which Whoa. might be like. I don't know have what you got it diagnosed? It could or, be. I don't know. I no idea. I, but like, just when you were started talking, like you were studying for the CFA, I'm also studying for the CFA. It, it could just be like, stress that brings it about. Yeah. So it was like up here first, and then it started going down here, and then my eyes started getting really red. So, did you? I don't know. Did, you weren't on like when you were a teen or anything. You weren't on any Accutane or stuff like that. No, no. Yeah, and you you don't normally have dry eyes. I you no, I do all the time. You do yeah, all the time. So. Do you wear glasses or anything? no? No. Yeah, just I'm a really dry guy. Just Very a dry, dry guy. So dry. Dry eyes. Dry 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 eyes. Okay, I never yeah. had rash. I never had like it was never in my eyebrows or on the outside of my lids. It was more on like the lid margin. Like the actual like where the eyeball touches the eyelid, yeah. that kind of like Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know what to Google for that, but have you even Googled it? Not really. I went to the doctor once. They gave me steroid cream. I didn't use it. And they that, just prescribed. Steroids. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they yeah. just fucking yeah. prescribed. Well, like yeah. all these GPs, like none of them, they're not specialists, right? So like you come in with something, they usually will either refer you to somebody else who has a way better understanding. What they're or doing, they don't. Or they don't. In my case. And then they'll just, they'll prescribe something that has worked nine times out of the 10. So and, uh, it's almost like GPs, I think are only good for referrals. And just like basic, you know, maybe get like get a blood work or like they might know about, you know, the hottest vaccine or something. Yeah. But I think with the internet, you got to take charge. And I think you need at least, even when we take charge and we look for specialists, you need at least two or three opinions. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, uh, that rugby term you were talking about, I rolled my ankle. Yeah. Like really bad. It was, like it was turning black. It was super swollen. So I went to the, like the tournament was like in two weeks and I was like, okay, well I can have to have it elevated or it gets super, super painful. So I went to the doctor and they're like, okay, you need to get a boot. Don't like put any pressure on it. Don't do any walking. You're going to have to, you can't actually do any sports for like eight weeks. And I was like, okay, that's kind of odd. And like this, this tournament was in two weeks and I was like, well, I really want to go. So I saw a physio guy and he told me the complete opposite. He's like, don't Use ever wear the boot walk on it as much as you possibly can, even if it hurts. And like by two weeks in, it was gone. Like no pain, Who the nothing. fuck knows well, anything? It's weird. It, so, it bugs no, me. no one knows anything. No one knows fucking anything. Gotta so, get a lot of opinions. I would say Google Gotta. it. Yeah. 
it's hard to find this the exact because even this was hard to find that's why i saw specialists is no one had the same thing so if it's like something that's kind of a little bit more rare or not common it could be a common thing and you have a rare symptom to it so mine turned out to be a common thing that i have a rare symptom of you know have you tried sorry to interrupt have you tried putting um because i i used to get styes and my dad gets them as well and so if you put this uh apply heat I bought a mask. Yeah. Oh, I've got one of those too. They're yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they're honestly like I would recommend just for therapeutic value. Maybe you too, because what it does is it uh, activates those glands. It makes them better at working. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the external redness though. I couldn't imagine. It, yeah. It, it's worth a shot. Like just like the bit of heat. Like when I'm at home in Markham, like my dad's evening routine, he just fires that thing in the microwave, heats it up and then. And omega threes, right? Yeah. Omega three. Get some fish oil I'm just going to hazard a guess, Joel, that your omega-3 consumption is less than 2,500 milligrams a day. Yeah. <laughs> Can we start a spinoff pod where people call in with like weird medical mysteries? Well, we uh, I agree, because I could go off about dentist as well. Getting oh. second opinions there. Over, over diagnosis of cavities when they don't actually Come exist. on. Yeah. My no orthodontist way. actually got malpractice out of work, sued out of work. It's a big problem. Your, your old dentist. My or, my ortho. Yeah. Ortho. Yeah. Sued because so he, he them, overdid. Yeah. You have a lot of people coming through now, and it was funny. Like my my dentist, who I had, he retired, and I I had maybe one cavity my entire twenty five mm-hmm. years with him. Guy retires, new guy comes in, all of a sudden I'm getting cavities like crazy. Then I uh, I recently switched uh, to my brother's friend's wife, so I felt the connection was yeah. can't get screwed here. Uh, they did the full, cause it was new. So they do the full, like, yeah. we just met you, x-rays, everything go in. They're like, Oh, fantastic. No cavities. And this was the longest I'd ever gone with not seeing a dentist. <laughs> so apparently they're really pushing like billings cause it's typically something that's covered under a lot of people's insurance. Yeah. So they'll kind of be like, if it kind of looks like it could become a cavity, they're saying you have a cavity. So then they get the billings. Yeah, dentists are doing Botox now. Come on. Yeah, but even just like pictures, like I go into the dentist and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna have to take X-rays." I'm like, "Did we do this last time?" I'm like, I really don't want those like hundred dollar photos, you know, because yeah. it just gets tacked on my bill and I don't have coverage or anything at the end of it either. They'll do it about every year or so if you haven't seen them in a while, but like they'll only do the full set for the first time they meet you. Otherwise, it's just the molars that they'll do. You know mm-hmm. what? But it's really our fault now because we have the internet. Like, there's, but in the in the olden days, there was no one to blame. They were your experts, but now with the internet, like, if they fool you, like you can you can Google out of it. Like, how often do I really need X-rays? Do I need to get the full four thousand dollar Invisalign treatment that they recommend? They were recommending orthodontics to me, but which is a joke to me because I have had my braces and everything. Now I have had shifting. Yeah, but. Uh, I still see my old ortho, and he's like, "You're fine." Well, my my ortho did fuck me, um, not literally. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, he he, uh, he put you under, put me under, and <laughs> <A little pee-pee laughs> And yeah, what? Sorry, what was the malpractice? Okay, I don't know what he got sued for, but he got sued out of work. Like he does not have an office anymore, and we got contacted as a previous patient to see if we wanted to join, like the grievances. Um, and we spent a lot of money and by we, I mean, my parents spent a lot of money on my mouth just to have them. They looked perfect, but he he put, you know, those like permanent retainers they put behind the teeth. He put it only on four 
of my teeth, my upper and my lower four. That's what I have. That's why they shifted probably. No, I have a very crowded mouth. Okay. Whatever it is, normally the better practice is to bridge them across a few more teeth than that. Um, because what I, have six? I don't know. You might have six. Um, I literally had like, and my teeth, my front four teeth are very small. So it was like this like small area. So my whole mouth shifted. And the only thing that stayed perfect was those four teeth. I had like a, f- a flat four on the f- top and bottom. Have you learned to smile only showing those four I, I've teeth? I've got six. <laughs> no. But so, so that's what he did mess up. And they ended up having to throw me as a college age man on Invisalign. And don't get fooled by Invisalign. They're not, not invisible. invisible. And it's almost worse because they look like it's just <laughs> plaque buildup on your teeth. Whereas braces yeah. are obvious. I uh, I had a friend recently get it. She never... Just keep that like... Uh, I, yeah. had a, I had a friend recently get it and uh, I hadn't seen her in a while. She lives out west and she was talking to me and I was like... Yeah, you think her teeth what's are fucked. there? Yeah. I always thought you had very nice teeth, and then I'm like, "What's going on? You're, like, You're working you long hours. Like, what? What's happening? <laughs> you got in a relationship, and things are really feeling comfortable now. Like, ooh, it's not. No, invisible. no, it was Invisalign. It's almost like it's better to just blatantly be like, "I have braces." Like the thing about Invisalign is you can take them out to eat. Food doesn't get really stuck in them, and like that's the biggest perk. But they should be called like non-food stuck align, not Invisalign, because they're visible. And they used to just put like a few anchors in. They really had a, you know, they really had the customer's intentions in mind to like keep the anchors out of sight. But uh, now they put them across all your teeth in weird shapes and places. And it just looks like you haven't brushed your teeth in maybe a year and a half. It's <laughs> it's clear braces now. That's all it is. Yeah. And uh, it's not. It's gross. It gets yellow. I, I didn't, I, I honestly didn't have the confidence for a year and a half. And I, w- I wouldn't smile and I would just lead being like, they're Invisalign. I would just tell people. I'd be like, I could see them look at my mouth. I'm like, I have Invisalign. I have Invisalign. Just put a sticker, sticker on your head. Like yeah. you yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing <laughs> On my Instagram, it said, hi, Travis. My teeth are fucked. It's Invisalign. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, wait, wait for two years and then you'll see how beautiful these are. They, um, they came out all right. You were talking about Phil airing your grievance. You never finished the story about the camera. But filming. Oh, yeah, so on the second attempt. We're I, so far away from that. <laughs> but I we, love this. We're bringing it right back home. Uh, yeah, so I cranked my head. Uh, and it turns out he had filmed it correctly the first time. Uh, and then we had a second video of me uh, like hitting my head uh, quite hard. Uh, so Wait, was, do you have it? Uh, I think... Can you acquire this video? Is yeah, it, we could We could post it. Can I sprinkle it into I would love the, to see the this. YouTube? The which one the the correct Both. backflip? Both. Both. Uh, I think more I so the hitting of the head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how uh, circulated I want that to be. That well, you make you make that oh, okay. choice, but we have a video of Robbie eating absolute shit doing a oh, backflip. Yeah, I was gonna mention this, and we put it out there. But the thing is, look at the size of Robbie's dome. <sighs> There's a lot of padding here. That There's so much padding, man. It's like Ty yeah. Domi's he, head. He literally. We, so we, we're in when we're in uh, we're in California like two years ago. Um, I I hadn't done a standing back flip in a while and did one on the beach, got my confidence right back, right? So the one day we were hiking up to uh, the Hollywood sign. He didn't account for the elevation. <laughs> yeah, the the <laughs> elevation, the maybe I was like a little uh, a little more tired too, hung over, whatever. But anyways, we're, we're along the trail and uh, I'm like, oh, this would be a dope spot. Like film me doing a backflip right here, try and do it. 
land right on my head. <laughs> Dude, I'm talking Don't on run. video, right front and center, because we we're trying to get a piece of content. Yeah. He, his face hits the ground so hard, a dust plume oh, blows out from both sides. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but that dome could take it. Like I, I think there was a dome-shaped impact crater. <laughs> you so left, you left your away. mark on Hollywood Hills. Kind of brushed my shoulders. But we posted that and... video, and there was no ill effect. But he's also not. Uh, he's not a professional. Like uh, he's not in. He's not in the. You know, he doesn't have colleagues and clients and and stuff. I, I think I've said enough. Uh, uh, compromising material on this pod already that one video of me doing a backflip <laughs> into the Bismarck could be okay. You know what? You might be surprised. It, it might make you might people might like respect you more, want to work with you more. Like this is like re- this is a real guy. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, you know like like my uh my kayaking video where I like disappear under the waterfall. Posted he, that dude. He posted that. Thousands it, of views. It <laughs> got a little bit of traction. Was that yeah. was that up in Minden? Uh, close in Fenland Falls. Fenland Falls, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, did like did it go well? Like when you shot? No, the I think it has twenty thousand views or something. Like I don't something. know if I've seen this. Like you went, well, you got like. Not, I, I was I was with Bales one day. It's the funniest. And, and, and Bales wanted to go sh- shoot the waterfalls. Bale, you you two were like two of the gnarliest whitewater instructors. I just gotta <laughs> say that you guys were very legit. Yeah, we, we, we had a great time under your reign. Um, it's good waterfront all around. <laughs> But no, anyways, yeah, we just went to shoot the the falls one day. Bales goes over a bunch of times, nailing it. I go over once. I'm okay. It was this, it was second time round. He's like, oh, we came all this way. You got to do it again, right? I go over. And Can then we say I your get, state of mind or no? Um, because weed's legal. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and. Uh, you can fill in the blanks. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anyways, go over and I got sucked under into the <laughs> into the current underneath. Dude, so just, the video, yeah. I cried laughing watching. M- more because I knew the whole picture around it as well and like just how he's feeling. But it's just him going over the falls straight down and disappearing. Just gone. And there's enough of a pan of the, the river that you can tell he doesn't surface. <laughs> 30 seconds go by, 40 seconds go by. And knowing he's safe, I'm laughing this whole time because there's a patio there in Fenland Falls watching. And I could imagine the horror of this guy just zonk, like disappearing. And all of a sudden you hear Bales go, or the guy filming goes, Bales? Yeah, it was Graham. Bales? <laughs> Bales, and then the camera shakes. Is the, the footage like, cuts? Was was Bales then at the bottom in his kayak? Like no, was, or Bales was like uh, he was, I think, standing out there in the water. But Graham was filming, but like, but he didn't finish filming because he thought he's like Bales, Bales, and where, cuts it because because they thought I had gone Dude, under. But a I was just behind the sheet. And uh, yeah. Oh, so you never went under the water? Well, I was under for like ten seconds, but then okay. I got spit out behind the sheet. Did you, so you couldn't front. see me? Did you wet exit or like you stayed in your kayak? No, I, I stayed in the kayak. Just this quick, guy will drown quick. before he wet exits, dude. <laughs> He's too proud. Yeah, yeah. too proud. Um, quick, ask him a roll, man. But the best part is when I edited it for YouTube, right? I I made it so that every time he goes over, it zooms in again. Uh, I don't know why it killed me, but like, it's just like, and it's got like some like elevator music playing in the background and it's just him going under <laughs> and disappearing yeah. with a closer zoom each time. I don't know why. That's my weird sense of humor, but that's why I was laughing so hard. He used to do that program too, eh? Okay. Wild. I, uh, I used to rip the gull from my camp, uh, in Minden there. Wh- which camp were you at? Mediba. Okay. Um, remember? See Madiba out on the, the river. Yeah, yeah. We, th- we didn't have a we didn't have a strong kayaking program, so we were a bunch of guys like me flying down the rapids, 
so scared. It was very dangerous to put us in that, I, uh, that situation. I also Crazy was a dangerous. fellow Gull River kayaker. Were you? I had an incident up there. I was a Wanakita camper. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I uh, I went on my day off because a few of us were the kayaking yeah. instructors. And I went first. So I went up. I was surfing a bit. And I went down. And I was hanging out in the eddy waiting for everyone else to come down. I wasn't paying attention. And you know the rough spot that builds up? Like right before like the rapids and the calm spot? I forget what um, it's called. We used to get taught like what it was called. Like, like in the washout? Like yeah, the like you waves? know how, because it's man-made yeah. up in, in yeah, the Gull yeah. River. So I was like hanging out there in the, the calm spot. wave. Yeah, and so I wasn't paying attention, and <laughs> just my, my tail just got caught in that. Yeah. And I flipped and got pinned against the rocks. Jeez. I had to eject myself. I lost my paddle, but like, it, you know how it goes around to a bend at some point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at I'm, the very bottom. Oh, the very like bottom. Was, you were further up. Yeah, like I sh- you shoot down from the waterfall. Like you can drop yeah. the waterfall. Yeah, yeah dro- like oh. from, the from the dam. T- yeah, from the yeah. dam. Like the bridge-ish thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you just kind of go and you drop off. You, 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 at what oh, you point got did pinned you at the top pool. No, 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 no. I got pinned like waiting mid? for people. It was like kind of midway, midway before the bend. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, and I was just hanging out there, but like I got pinned. Luckily, you wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. And I just smoked my head and I was like, thank God I ended up not yeah. getting pinned in too much water. And because I was the first to go down. Yeah. So I was like, they wouldn't known for like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes if I was like knocked out cold underwater. Mm-hmm. Dude, kayaking? Fuck yeah. kayaking. Can I just say that? I know it's dope and you guys love it and it's rad, but that's got to be the scariest, also like quickest pathway I could see to death. <laughs> and to have kids do it is yeah. wild to me. Well, so it's, it's funny you bring that up because like, like, I'd say the vast majority of the activities at, at camp are like, very safe yeah. yeah like very very safe even our rock climbing program uh used to be run by this legendary guy chizzy who would run like i've heard legend of chiz <laughs> very legendary man guys uh he's, actual he's, legend uh, actual legend he has the uh, guinness world record for most one finger pull-ups no way yeah more than david goggins David oh, yeah. Goggins was like straight pull-ups. Oh, David was it Goggins. one arm or something? He did something wild though. Did he? But yeah, no, this guy has like one, one finger, finger and like two fingers. Legendary. Yeah. So I'm just saying like it, it is crazy like how how vastly more dangerous it is. And like when I was teaching it, so I taught it for two summers and we just had like, there was like one week where it was like bad. We just had like a lot of injuries for some reason. We just had like a lot of bad luck. And I remember like the director of camp like this, <laughs> like... Just ripping cool. into me it's not your fault and I, that's what i was trying to explain i'm like listen like like the, there's so many variables here like we're we're trying to run the program as safe as we can but like it was just like one week where like every day we'd come back like either a camper or like a staffer in lit was like injured he's like what are you guys doing out there i'm like god like we're doing the best we can it's it's like god. these like, are olympic have mercy these are olympic class rapids they're taking these little tots down like yeah or, or world cup class like uh there's one in particular um do you remember the story of max mclernan yeah i was just about to say did we tell that is it with the bikes time? with the bike yeah yeah did we yeah. tell that one okay yeah. well i guess another like equally scary one was um did i tell the mark wilson one of him uh, I th- think so. We banged his face up. Yeah, I guess we must have touched on the Gull River. Last I, maybe time too. Yeah. I might have also. Okay. I told, I told the how where I kept. Uh, I put the you know the skirt how it has a handle, right? I, yeah, I tucked the, the handle on the inside. Yeah, That's it's scary too. And uh, yeah, so if I don't know if I told it last time, but if you you have a handle, you have a skirt. Like a skirt kind of keeps the water out from getting into the kayak because you're flipping 
upside down and there's waves breaking over your yak. You don't want water to get in. No. But if you tuck the handle in on the inside wrong, you can't the, the tension on this thing, you can't pull it out. And they didn't put us on because we were more beginner. They more let us shoot kind of like the bottom section that has just like that one kind of s slide. Yeah, and, yeah the auto yeah. slide there. Yeah. And, and and just like a couple, uh, maybe like maybe literally maybe 50 feet of rapids, mm -hmm. like the section before that and all that. But uh, I remember just obviously being a bad kayaker going under and I would pull I would pull immediately because I didn't know how to spin and I thought there was rocks under there. And I remember going to pull and just being like, this is how I die. <laughs> and like, Hello, I, darkness, my old friend. So I, I did, I did uh, use my knees to leverage out, but like that's, a, that's about as close to come. Like it took, it took like a good 15 seconds to, to cr crunch oh, out of there. That, that moment, that initial moment when you go for that handle and it's just not there. Everyone does that. I'm sure you've both done it. Like every kayaker I, I've does I've had it, it tucked in um, yeah. and I wasn't able to get my roll going. Or, or sometimes you have to chase down the kids. Like like a kid will like flip over. You just over see him upside down. You see him down upside down, and they're like swimming up, trying. Oh, to <laughs> the hand of God. Yeah. Yeah. You, you come in and you just you push all your weight down and, and you roll them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It it's a good time, but like I uh, I don't know if I could like today like shoot the whole river. I, th I think. You're oh, also, like, dude, I like to think that. If I go up there tomorrow, yeah, but you're bulletproof, dude. I uh, give me like a full bucket with cage, like <laughs> hockey gear yeah. and like gloves. I I probably do it, but like yeah. I'd want a bucky with cage. Um, yeah, man. I I mean, I I haven't been maybe in two summers, two yeah, two three summers. We should but, go uh, next summer. But uh, I would yaks. love to get back up there. At least like there. do like the washout area. Yeah, have some I, fun. I enjoy yakking. It's just like I don't have my roll down. And I got so many concussions. The fact that I can't see what's under just really bugs me. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I'll do other wild shit like like dirt bike. I'll go to the track. I play hockey still, but like kayaking, just the, it's the underwater aspect that I hate. You just can't see it coming. It smokes you in the dome. Oh yeah, it's a shallow river too. Yes, like Gull yeah. River is a shallow. That's the most dangerous part. I about would love it, river left rocky. To avoid river left. <laughs> I would love to shoot like deep rapid, like like maybe big big raft. Yeah. But but we should do Ottawa. We should I would, do yeah, the Ottawa. I would love Ottawa would be sick. We should organize that. That'd be fun. But you know what? I'd rather do is sea do rapids. Have you ever seen guys that bring sea doos out on rapids? No, but that sounds so fun. Oh my god! It's like you know how we chase waves and stuff. Yeah. They've standing waves, and it's just a jump. It just doesn't move. And they just go, obviously... Seems quite dangerous. It's quite dangerous, yes. Yeah. But I would rather... <laughs> coming down. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would rather do that, though, than, than yak. Yeah. I mean, at least with that, like, they're so powerful that you'd have, like, just like, if you're trying to, like, eddy across, like, you just have all this horsepower, like, yeah. nothing's gonna... Yeah. But... Uh, that sounds yeah, fun. I read this wild book uh, about... I feel like a lot of people die kayaking. Like, because like, a lot of people go on kayaking trips, they like it, like, you guys, they continue it. Yeah, and you always hear it's just like a normal person just gets pinned stuck. It's just a random occurrence. You can't see like even her just not paying attention for a split second gets pinned. And I read a wild book about a girl who got pinned for like 40 minutes and like should have died and all this stuff. And I forget what it's called. It's something about heaven. But she had she was a medical miracle like for living like she drowned legitimately for almost an hour and was rescued from the middle of the rainforest only to live, have no brain damage, and she, she, the the book is wild. I'll throw it in the show notes. I forget its name, but it made me believe. I've God. read about and watched the story. Too. Yeah, so she, she but I, I subsequently now struggle and don't believe in God again. But this book made me believe. Um, well, well, she claims that she went to heaven, 
and pretty much died and came back to Earth is well, sort of the whole gist of the, the book. The thing is, she's an orthopedic surgeon, so she's not, she's smart. She's And she's like, I was not a, I'm not a, a, a goofy religious person. And she legitimately, like, medically died and is a miracle by all standards. And everything about the story is miraculous. Mm-hmm. How that they, they, they got her out of the rainforest in a thick, dense part of the river with no towns nearby. Found an ambulance in a place where there's maybe one ambulance for an entire, like, several hundred kilometer area. Got her to... Uh, she didn't go right to hospital. They got her. They flew her all the way back to be treated at her own hospital. But when you've already drowned, that's like the most dangerous thing you can do. And they said sh- she should have died multiple times and she should have died even at hospital after they landed. And she still lives. Then she claims to have all these speakings with God where he made a bunch of prophecies and told her a bunch of things to do, like her son dying. Told her that her son was going to die. No way. Yes. And in the book, she writes... I told about all the other prophecies, but that one, because I didn't want it to come true. And she said that God told her to write a book or like get the message out. And uh, she's like, I told everyone about these prophecies, but I didn't want to tell about my son. I just told my husband because, you know, I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't want my son to think he was going to die. And she goes, it was like years later, six, seven years later, my son's now 18. And she's like, I finally thought like this wasn't true. So I wrote my story and what I saw and she typed out that her her son was supposed to die and she clicked submit to the publisher and her son died just after it was submitted, like a couple days after. Yeah. That, that is insane. I know. It made me believe, dude. It was that, the wildest story. It, I mean, there's some like some so more sad, weird coincidences as there well. There was way right? more and, weird. I, could, yeah. I couldn't go into it. In it's book, like, but... like I'll, I'll put the book. It's like called like... Um, that's not heaven can wait. Like that's something else, but it's like something <laughs> like that. Yeah, that, uh, that is actually wild. Um, um, yeah. Did you have a good Halloween? Yes. Yeah. A couple trick or treaters. Did you Did you dress up? Did you do anything? Yes, I. Um, I uh, we had a Halloween party here on the uh, Saturday night. Cool. Like last night? No, the, the last uh, weekend. Last weekend. Okay. And. Um, I was, so I, I had the Bills game that I had to wake up for like at 5.30 the next morning. Yeah. Uh, and I was supposed to go up uh, to help a buddy's cottage close. So it wasn't looking like I was going to be. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. No worries. Robbie's got a phone call and that's uh, Robbie phone call counter number one. <laughs> anyway, go on. We good? Yep. Good. Um, anyways, long story short was I was supposed to help a, a friend close his cottage, uh, but it got changed another weekend. Okay. So I... And I had to wake up early the next morning, so I kind of mailed it in for my Halloween costume. But we we hosted uh, we hosted a Halloween party. I went as a uh, a Kilku camp counselor. Uh, we'll just pull you really oh, wear staff whites yeah. and stuff, oh, buddy. Yeah, uh, and seriously. I, I, uh, and I had this like uh, uh, like uh, name tag medallion from um, this weekend. A couple weekends ago, I I'm doing uh, this mentoring program uh, through a Miki. Oh, uh, nice. Called uh, So Miki is a charity that sends uh, children to camp that wouldn't be able to afford it. And they started a, a mentoring program. So there's 15 of us that are mentors and we get paired up with a youth who's in this program. And so we had our kickoff weekend at uh, Camp Candelore. Cool. And so I had like this like hilarious, like really campy 
Eric name tag. So like, yeah, I mailed it in. Um, <laughs> and I also like the party was raging and I had to like just shut it down because I'm like, I'm going to be drinking in yeah. Buffalo all day going through tables. Like, But you didn't shut the party down. You shut your party down. I shut my party down. Yeah. Everyone... Everyone continued Kept. to rip it. Someone at the party had uh, earplugs, which was a miracle. I didn't even like consider that. They're like, yeah, toss these in. So I like slept soundly nice. up in my yeah. room. Party uh, continued. And then um, we had some people over for like actual Halloween, just like for trick-or-treating. And I was doing that for a bit. And then I, I had I had hockey um, at eight that night. So I had to go up either for the boys. A guy, of course, of course. I was, I was reading a story beforehand um, about, I think it was Connecticut where – these cases were reported, but they had a couple incidences of um, there was a pair of kids that received razor blades in their Halloween bags. And then they had a, a, some other incidences of kids <laughs> receiving weed gummies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just kinda, That's a straight felony. Yeah. Yeah. Like wild. How, how do these people exist? Yeah. Uh, what's Sorry? that? It's a waste of weed gummies or, or razor blades. <laughs> I mean, I guess razor blades cost money. They're too. expensive, yeah. yeah. So yeah these are wealthy uh, misconductors. <laughs> is that the word? I don't know. It, well, criminals. It, criminals. <laughs> What's crazy is like I think back in the day, like when we all just like trusted each other a lot more. Like I think people used to hand out like sometimes like if there'd be like an older couple that like was really into like health they would like hand out fruit and stuff yeah I remember yeah that. like that that used to be like okay it's like yeah you get an apple and, like yeah like you're like fuck that house and you'd see your friends and yeah. you're like don't go to that <laughs> fucking house to give out apples give or out like apples. even worse raisins yeah. but oh. like the your parents would still be like yeah like mixing an apple like go ahead and eat it now like if like someone handed an apple like the parents would call no. the police they're like we gotta like raid this house yeah they're trying to poison all of our children you'd always get like the you always want to find like the person handing out pop or like a yeah. full chocolate bar full chocolate bars full with, chocolate yeah. bars, with a yeah. hot ticket and like as you went around the neighborhood you'd be like you run into your buddy and they'd be like like pop house. five houses yeah. down on the left like go there now skip all this go ahead with phones now i wonder if kids have like a hot connection on where the full chocolate bar and pop houses are yeah like they just like drop a pin or like, like they just snap yeah it. group chat snap be like full absolutely candy bar running house. game on these houses yeah. Yeah. It just gets kicked yeah. like, they have like a, a club size it. lineup at their door <laughs> i remember I, there's a house nearby me too that uh the dentist you know you'd hand out oh. like a toothbrush and Yo, fuck toothpaste. that guy man <laughs> when we have been slamming dentists and gps this episode yeah I'm, sorry i'm into it I'm, i believe there's good dentists and gps Tra out there, just a little bitter because his ex-girlfriend's dad was a dentist and they they owned they owned a whole dental company <laughs> they own well, a whole dental company rolling in that sweet dental sweet money. dental dough and i'm over here just scraping by Try to survive. <laughs> Misdiagnosing cavities. Cavity too is a loose term. Cavity just means like some type of indentation. At what point does it oh. need to be like healed or what time? Like, is it just like a natural tooth indentation? I think it's just, yeah, it's decay. But like, yeah, you don't always have to like drill and fill that. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that from the FBT. Um, well, but like, so back to those full chocolate bars. There was a few houses um, in our neighborhood that used to do that. And like as a kid, like, your perception of money was such that we're like, if they're handing out full chocolate bars, like they have the millions and millions <laughs> of dollars. No one can afford this. It turns out yeah. they just like work at the Mondelez factory, like down the street. Yeah. And they're just 
pull you can get a supply. pack a hundred of those for like thirty bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if you work at one yeah. of those things, you get that stuff for so cheap. But, but we looked up to them like gods, like yeah. wealthy. I was like, Mom oh, and Dad, yeah, why totally. can't you make as much money as the full candy bar house? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come embarrassing on. me. <laughs> Handing out jokes. single mini Kit Kats. But but you remember, like, even in our in our days, they would say, check your candy. They made us, my parents made us sort our candy. And they would always oh, yeah. say stuff like syringes. You got to look yeah. for syringes. I'm like, I, I wouldn't yeah. know if I got a syringe. Like, I'm 12, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> You know, <laughs> there definitely was like a hunt for syringes a lot more. As ch- they got, do are, do we still tell kids to look for syringes? I think, I think, I think. Now I was terrified of them as a lot. That like, do you ever yeah. realize like now that you're aging, like there's the irrational fear of things that when you were a little glass, kid, broken glass, broken, broken glass, glass yeah. syringes, quicksand. That was a big fear of mine. What's cu- oh oh like in real life? Just life, just, like yeah, just, yeah, like yeah. I just felt like <laughs> syringes were going to be a real big problem yep. growing up, and like they're going to be everywhere, and then. I never really saw them. As an adult, realize- now I'm afraid of things like staph infection and like flesh-eating disease or like rare like horror stories, like medical mysteries. That's uh, what scare me. Ticks. Ticks are a I had me one up. the other. Hey, I had one on me the other day. In so trial. I, in Pickering. So I was oh, over Pickering. Thanksgiving. Tickering. But like we, like wow, well done, well thanks, done. Thanks, guys. But Thank yeah, you. my Thank brother's you. dog Excellent. likes me back onto the Rouge Rouge Hill like conservation area, and uh, my dog, my brother's dog, was out like running in the backyard, and like he came in, I'm playing around with him, and like I'm sitting there like just in our little sort of living room area, and I'm staring at my hand, I'm like, that's not a spider, and I'm like trying to pull it off, and like it's staying on, not like biting me, yeah, but, but like it stuck. actually like they really like when they crawl around you like they it's hard to pull them off your skin like, they got like sticky sticky claws or something wow sticky claws and it was a it was a tick luckily it was like a baby one and it hadn't yeah. bit me but i pull it came on me off my brother's dogs they like they like to go near the ears and i was pulling oh, the ears they do don't tell me that because yeah. they have a bite no the dog ears oh my yeah. god thank god <laughs> no they like to bite around the ears too yeah we're, after this pod we're all going to the hospital for just like a full but no my, my mom my mom Talk got treated bottom. for yeah. lyme disease Send a guy i work MRI. with had to get treated for lyme disease like oh, if they, you so have a dog lyme disease is scary okay, that's, yeah. isn't that what took down um uh avril, avril Levine. Levine, i've heard that like, yeah. she was like Bedridden. But she's back. No way. She's back. She's back. Better than ever. Limes she, can't take an icon yeah. like and that I think, down. Like, didn't Chad Kroger like leave her while she was like just riddled with Lyme disease? Like I don't. He, oh, I didn't hear I don't all know this about backstory. That. I, I don't mean to look at slip. this Lyme disease. <laughs> I'm getting out of here <laughs> before I catch this Lyme disease. Well, you probably just thought she was depressed. Like people really didn't know what Lyme's was for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I have, I had a bite in behind my ear and that's my first thought. Anytime I feel If it looks a bite. like a bullseye. Yeah. Luckily it doesn't. It looks more like a, I think SJ wants to get her eyes on this. Oh, no, she's no, just I'm leaning s- in for scratching. Scratch. <laughs> I thought you were about to die. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, th- see, that's what scares me now. I'm no longer afraid of like, like the boogeyman Quicksand. or like I'm, I'm in the prime of my life. Like I'm not really afraid of getting like kidnapped or like stuff like that. It's, I, I can walk into dark basements now. I don't give a fuck, man. Ghosts? I don't give a fuck. I used to run out of my basement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I don't even turn the lights on sometimes. I'm like, haunt me, dude. Like, I'm were, jacked. No. <laughs> and, and give me some demons me to some work demons. with. Enter yeah. my soul. I want yeah. it. I, uh, I remember, so when, remember when Gremlins came out and like, am I dating my, you guys know Gremlins, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. Just you are dating yourself, me. though. Yeah, I really like... 
blank faces I'm staring at. I'm old. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen yeah, it. Yeah, we haven't seen it. Why? I know. Okay, <laughs> so part of Gremlins though is that there's these massive spiders. So like one of the bad things that happens is like these big spiders. I forget. Like, radio, yeah. I forget the premise of the movie. It's been a long time since I've watched it. But I remember like being a kid and like seeing these massive spiders in the movie. And one day I was talking to my parents. I'm like, Mom and Dad, are there uh, big spiders in the basement? And they're like, yeah, like in the in the back room, like they kind of build like up there. But in their <laughs> mind, like I think they were talking about like a spider that might be like, I don't know, and like yeah. the size yeah. of a nickel. Yeah, like that's kind of a big spider in Canada terms. Yeah. And uh, so in my head, I was like, holy fuck! Like I thought these human-sized spiders lived in my basement in the back room for how long? You think? I probably still kind of like there's still like a part of me <laughs> still believes it. Yeah. There's still a part of me. And I had a particular pe- part of the house, like behind the stairs underneath yeah, them, like where, where we have this thing, like, and I was like, for sure, hundred percent. But like, it was just a misperception. Like what they were saying was a big spider. Like in their mind was another thing in my head. I'm thinking of the gremlin spider. The and ones that scare me now are the, those big dog spiders. Dog spiders and wolf spiders. What is that? Wolf spiders. Wolf wolf spiders look exactly like dog spiders, but at my camp we used to do tabins. Tabins are tent cabins. So like instead of just going straight, (laughs) never heard that before. Instead of straight tent camping, or staying in a cabin, we got tabins. You know what I mean? What what parts tent? What parts cabin? Okay, so it's out in the woods, (laughs) elevated wood floor. So all the luxuries you maybe. Well, I want to hear what Kona say about this. I was going to say something unkind about your camp, but I'm... That, oh, no, we didn't sleep in them full time. Okay. We had... We so had easy kill, kill. <laughs> Yeah. This was like an excursion. Okay. Very cool. So, so the, out the, <laughs> deep into the woods, they had uh, these set up at different like landmarks, and it would be like the boulder, the treehouse, and it was just like they just basically built a little wooden kind of uh, tent that could sleep like 20, um, but they were riddled with these monstrous wolf spiders, which... Um, look like dog spiders, definitely bite, hairy, about the size of an apple. You know, like legs and everything. You know what I mean? Look, look them up, Rob. I'm what, looking what right kind now. of size of an apple? Like a little, like, legs, like, a little, like, like we're talking like a Macintosh. Like legs maybe. and everything. I'm not talking about like their, their bulbs weren't the size. All, of all apples are about the same size. We no, don't no. have to specify no, no. the type of apple. 100% you need to specify. Like, like <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. like if we're talking like honey no. crisp. Okay, honey crisp are like you fucking apple freak. Are you talking about regular apple? An average apple. We get it. Yeah, we get it. I'm not talking Also, there's like 30 types of apples. They're all plus or minus. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, Look at go buy apple. a bag of like Macintosh apples during apple picking season. Those are like baby apples. Okay, non GMO yeah. organic. Or, or like, are we talking about like those crab things apples? Those are huge. He would have said have crab you seen an organic Granny Smith? You fucking apple scientist over here. Can you guys get off your apple horse? Look up, show them wolf spiders. Show, show. I'll put, I'll put the picture on the YouTube as well if you're watching the YouTube. God damn it! They also move so fucking weird. That's how they move. Oh man, I saw like a, a gif of a they they animated the spider movement, like Ugh. how they move. It's nuts, like just like the mechanics of their movement. But everything we're afraid of, like that's a medium spider in Australia. Fuck Australia. Oh, Australia. Let's just say that out loud. Too yeah, around. everyone wants to go there, and I'm like, do you want to die? <laughs> they made us read a book before we went to Australia on our trip, and it was all the things that could kill you in Australia, and that was mandatory reading. It was like these spiders, these snakes, these birds stay away. Don't go near waterways. There's crocs. There's sharks. These jellyfish will kill you. I'm like, what doesn't kill you here? 
My mom, uh, my mom growing up, like lived in Jamaica for a year, and she was telling me about how they had this banana tree outside one yeah. of their bathrooms, and like you go to like use the toilet paper sometimes, and and these banana, those things will kill you. By the way, the banana spiders. Oh no! Would come out from behind the toilet paper dispenser when you'd pull it. Ew! And did you guys just look up banana spider? You want to if you if you so, so stepped on it you. like it would its legs would come out from under your ew this is yeah. this is how they rip around like you want to yeah. talk about things killing Dude. you banana spiders banana, banana spiders spider. I gotta look this um there's a there's a guy on YouTube I don't know if you've ever seen his channel be- before but his name is Coyote Peterson yep have you have you seen this have you no I would like to okay so Coyote Peterson um runs this crazy youtube channel where he finds like the the world's craziest insects that bite you like the most wild names things you've never heard of and uh like they stay like like the the stings like hurt the most for uh that's what he searches for so part of his video he is get bit by them? Yes, yes so so part of it part of his video wow, is him hunting hunting for these rare insects mm-hmm. And then at the end of the video, uh, the whole point of it is he bites himself so that he can show it on camera, like what a sting is like. So so oh he, my so, God. so he, he puts it on himself, and no. then he lets it bite him, and then he's there and he's like dying, and he's Dude, like he's, he's not giving dying, up. he's literally jerking off to it. I think he he's, gets he's off get, to it. You gotta you gotta watch. You gotta watch. It. It. He, he's he like giving he's giving he updates while his it, arm man. is like, like incapacitated. Below, below camera, like there's some. Yeah, dude, like because yeah. he's going. Yes. I love it. Oh, no, out. I gotta, yes. I gotta send you this guy's channel. It's, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild, man. Uh, like, but like, none of it is like poisonous enough to like kill. Uh, no, him, he just doesn't. Like... The most painful, not the most poisonous things. Okay. Yeah, the most painful. He's got a good GP on staff. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, callback. This is a banana spider, by the way. Oh. God yeah. damn! Look at those oh, legs. Wow. Yeah, that is insane looking. You know what? Fuck. Anytime I think about not living in Canada. I'm going to look at this picture <laughs> because we're so good. Canada's the place to live. Oh, there's a little tick which has a really low percentage of maybe giving a disease that's relatively treatable if you catch it and early. And it's not all ticks. And it's not all ticks. Oh, really? No, that's a common misconception. There's just certain ticks. Not all ticks are bad yeah. ticks. So yeah. like that tick that was on me could have been a good tick. And there's a lot of regions like Toronto's actually pretty... Actually, Toronto near the island and stuff, I, I heard they have some stuff, but like... Yeah. Like at just least bushy areas. Like as long as you're not like yeah. in long grasses very often, you should be all right. And and for the most part, if you catch it within the first few days, even if they have limes, uh, you're good. You can treat it. You catch the bullseye. You go yeah. in. They do like boo boo. Just don't go to a GP. Go to a lime P. And <laughs> the lime uh, LPs. Yeah, GLP. Mm-hmm. GLP. General limes practitioner. Um, but yeah, or just a vet. I feel like a vet would probably yeah. be the most dialed thing on Lyme disease. Hundred percent. Vets are good. I've I've yet to meet like a very. It's bad probably one of the. It's, if you it's kill one a family more, member, people are angry. You it, kill a dog. I always wanted to be a vet, like growing <laughs> up. But like, what I didn't realize is like it's actually one of the most complex medical professions because what we forget is that like a GP it just has to know humans, but a vet has to know like multiple animal types. Yeah, and some will like specialize in like farm animals and things like that. But at the end of the day, like some do you have all, to know like human times twenty. And and even within like knowing dogs, like there's yeah, so many breeds, yeah, like, with their dogs, own individual yeah, different illnesses, yeah. right? Greyhounds have different diseases yeah. than like like you think like being a vet's Frankie hard. Um, speaking of a vet, uh, this was a traumatic thing that happened a couple of weeks ago. Aspen, our family dog, he got uh, he got hit by a car on Dundas. 
No shit. No. We were at the off-leash Trinity Bellwoods Park. and uh, in He the got lo- out of the off-leash? Well, it's not even a fenced-in off-leash. It's just uh, it's like a bowl where the dogs play in. And they thought dogs just can't get out of bowls or something. It. I don't know why. Like It, it should be fenced. Yeah, um, it should be fenced. I, I didn't know off-leash couldn't be fenced. Could be not fenced. Yeah, you you would think that, and they're just like, oh, there's a bowl like that. I'll keep him in there. And um, it was like he got he got cranked right at Dundas and Montrose, right right there. I think he was trying to run back to the house, and so we had to rush him. There's a vet on uh, Dundas and Euclid, uh, so we took him there, and then he had we spent the day at uh, like this emergency vet hospital. He's okay now, but it was uh, it's terrifying. Like. Guy's a tank though. Like they did yeah, all the wow. X-rays, not one broken and bone. And he was fine. Not one broken bone. The guy, he like so he got cranked in the intersection. Like all the cars stopped, and then he like just gets up. He walks his way to me, but then like he just drops down on the sidewalk. I drop down. I'm crying. I'm thinking like he's got like yeah. five to ten minutes to live because like the car is probably going forty. How old is he? Uh, he's three years eleven months. He turns four in uh, in December. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was tough. I, my mom had come down and so she didn't see it happen. She was talking with another dog owner and like, she, I remember she called, like the whole thing was nuts. Like this happens and this guy pulls up in his truck. He's like, get in. So I hop in with Aspen. Heroes. He, There's heroes out there. Oh, the guy was a huge beauty. <laughs> get in. Get in the truck. He, he stayed with us, but like, yeah, like my mom's like, Eric, like what's going on? I was like, Aspen's been hit. And so like, she doesn't even see him. So yeah. She, like she's, she doesn't know what what his state's like but the guy's doing all right um but yeah like just be careful like at that dog park because it's it's like just total it's like an open bowl yeah i don't fuck that wow and a uh, shout out to the dundas euclid animal hospital yeah which is now uh frankie's vet frankie's vet yeah okay so yeah. they save a dog get a dog yeah That's you need a you good do dog gp dundas euclid you know what <laughs> so they they give him a full assessment um didn't charge us anything. Just like what? Off you go. Okay, oh, wow. can we give an extra special shout out to these guys? Because that's wild. Yeah, really good, really good vet. So uh, if I, you have a dog in the what, what was this area called? Trinity. The Trinity. Trinity area. We recommend the Dundas Euclid vet. Big shout out. I I kind of got a funny story. Uh, so my girlfriend, her sister, um, she lives with her, and uh, she just got a dog. That's hilarious. Um, so. <laughs> So, uh, so, so she, Thank she, you, Robbie. thanks, Rob. <laughs> uh, yeah, that wraps things. <laughs> she, uh, she adopted this dog from Texas, and um, so the the dog came up, and they didn't really know how old, or like I guess it was a like a stray dog. Um, Texas apparently has like a huge dog. They don't spay or neuter. I just learned that. Yeah. So they yeah, have we were so speaking many about dogs. This. Like, like there's like so like many a, dogs in Texas. They just state. don't do it. Yeah. 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 Um, is it because it's like a lot of like like ranchers and farm dogs? I don't know, but they they are the leading killers of dogs because they they have too many. Because they're just all like yeah, but also like leading in an ab- adoption babies, yeah. too. Like uh, like so many yes, uh, so many of their friends well. have dogs coming up from Texas. Anyways, uh, the people who were um, hosting this dog down there didn't know how old it was. They they thought it was a puppy. So they, they told my girlfriend's sister this, yeah, that there was a puppy, puppy too. How it's like, you know, thought it was like, you know, like month or two old, however. And um, so it's 40. She, she, she's, she's, she's had the dog. This dog has one month to live. Like, <laughs> yeah. And please take good care of it for its final month. Um, she's had the dog now for, I don't know, three, four weeks. And uh, 
just been babying it, like treating it, like giving it like baby oh. baby amounts of food, and like you know treating it like oh, uh, like like you know like it's like little yeah, dog, puppy. right? Come puppy, right? Little and, toys. and I guess just recently, like she just told me this uh, the, the other day, they took it to the vet to do an assessment, oh. and the vet's like, this dog's like a year old. Pretty much, so that's uh, incredible. Like, and the dog's just, dog just going with it's like I got a good thing going. Like, yeah, yeah, like a puppy, yeah exactly. Like a puppy. That's what I was saying. I was like, how long is a dog? Gonna, like, uh, I wonder pull if the it affects. I wonder if it stunts dogs' growth the same way. Like, if you over baby a kid for too long, you know, they might have yeah. developmental issues. I wonder if dogs get the same thing because it was a, probably a street dog before. Mm-hmm. Oh, like h- toughest nail. I think it was toughest found in the streets. So yeah. yeah, softest baby shit, just living in this house. Like, um. That reminded me of a horror movie with Paul Rudd. I didn't know he did horrors. He, he this uh, I watched it the other day. They adopt a child that they think is a child. Oh my god! Oh, I've seen this. That, that was a scary. movie. That is a scary movie. And, yes, and it's like a uh, they adopt this child from Russia, and it's like a thirty-one-year-old woman who's like. This is a real I, story. Did you know that? Not maybe not that exact movie, but this actually happened. No way. Yes. That is a terrifying, like with a dog, it's like, yeah, whatever. Like the dog, not the dog's fault, but that is a terrifying. I don't know if this is the same story, but I heard this recently that yes, there was a, a Russian adopted girl that was a lot older than, you know, the, the 11 or 12 that they said she was because she had a, a uh, this disorder that made her look young. And she was not only lying about her age to get looked after, she was bl- trying to kill the, the parents with bleach and poison. I think I heard about this. Yeah, it's a real story. Oh my that God. is Cause insane. Because what happened is, um, I think the parents were going to get charged with abandoning a child because they, they couldn't, they left her. They eventually like figured out what was going on and just, instead of like, they left her the house, they moved to Canada, they fucking left this girl because she was trying to kill them and like, they didn't, they didn't know what to do. It'd be hard to like maybe go to the cops too because it's cops a child. Show up and yeah. then she's like acting super childlike. So they were like getting this fake puppy. They were getting charged <laughs> with abandoned child abandonment, and this was a whole thing. And then they found out that this was not a child; it was an adult. And then they investigated and found out that this girl was like poisoning and trying to kill the parents. Probably what that movie's based around. Maybe who knows? I, I think so because that sounds like the exact like plot of that movie. Yeah. Uh, except like, what's I that think- movie called again? Uh, paranoia. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, I gotta watch it. Paranoia. It, it it is like so trippy, and I think in this movie, like the fake child was like trying to get with Paul Rudd's character too. <laughs> oh, so they added. They obviously it's Hollywood. They have to add a, a fucking like, weird taboo sex element to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> Hollywood. Like man. weirdly like attracted to Paul Rudd's character, but I guess because like from her point of view, like pretty close in age. The drill and, and fill. And she, <laughs> Drill and Phil, <laughs> and she was like really targeting Paul Rudd's wife to try to get her out of the picture. Ah, okay. But like so, also yeah. like she was just like crazy, and like killing everyone as well. Okay, there's that. There's always that, right? <laughs> you gotta love Hollywood, eh? Like an already fucked story, and they're just like, all right, gonna fuck the dad, and uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're killing everyone else while we're at it. Gotta add in a romantic element, right? Yeah. Um, where uh, is Bismarck done for the season? Yeah, she's uh, dry docked on the islands, uh, so she's out until uh, goes in after Easter. You know what? I'm a sh- I'm a little ashamed that we never got out on the Bismarck this summer. It just flies by, and we talked about it, and we did our podcast early enough in the summer. Yeah, like, yeah, we well, uh, why don't we set? I want to do that with you guys, and then um, that's what we said we we're gonna do next time. 
Remember? Oh, pod on the boat. Pod on the boat. Yes, that so, was it. Yeah. So we were, we were we got to wrap this up really soon. We're at almost yeah. at an hour and a half. But before this episode, I was like, what was it we talked about last time that we needed to do this time or talk about this time? It was doing it on the Bismarck. Mm-hmm. I think that would be so fun. Like just like a full day sail and then yeah. bang out like an hour, hour and a half. Now pod. we got to wait a good six, dude. A good yeah. six months. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, boys. I, I uh, that's our bad. Yeah, we'll we'll get it. We'll we'll do it early too. We'll get it like uh, in May, so we can fire that up. But I think that would be a very nice day. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. I will forget, so we'll have to you know put our heads together mm-hmm. to remember. Yeah. Maybe put a calendar. I'll put a little random calendar, calendar invite. Yes, and invite you guys in the spring just to organize it. Yeah, you know, we don't planning. have to go out on that day. Right. Um. But otherwise, that was that was a perfect example of just like a zero planning. Where does a conversation go podcast? Because we we've already talked about your history, right? So yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, you guys are great, uh, great to chat with, and yeah, I I think we covered a wide range of topics. I hope the listeners found it uh, compelling and interesting, and I I love I love coming on. So whenever whenever you want to have me back, um, always always like got a, like I said, we got a ton of requests last time after your episode to have you back on. That's amazing, and and so. I will have you guys on the biz, and we'll do a pod up there, and also next summer we'll do the Ottawa trip. And oh we'll yeah! Rip oh my God! Fuck yeah! That the boys would be nuts. Will be buzzing down the Ottawa River. Edibles Rapids. Let's do <laughs> it. <laughs> Get a nice bucky on. Protect those Full heads. Cage. Full cage. Yeah. Full cage. Uh, I think on that note, thanks for having us. Thanks for letting us uh, see the new pup and enjoy your very. Very nice home. I'll say it every time. Yeah. And other than that, I guess we'll see you all next Tuesday.